Before we get into it, um, have you done the school drop off this morning, Mark? No, my daughter doesn't go back till Wednesday. My oldest oh. boy's off. My oldest boy's off to uni, and my son, who goes back today, my other boy, uh, I had to leave too early, so that's not he's a joke. My wife's yeah. mm-hmm. Hey, Mark. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you've done it. We did a little fun thing with Sean this, um, this morning and worked out you know, how many children he's got left, um, and then what the bill will be by the time they finish their education. Have you sat down and worked that out? <laughs> No, haven't done that. You know what? But, uh, when you... How many children got left? Well, <laughs> left in left school. I mean, they're, they're, yeah, left at school. Left they're, at school. They're still alive. Yeah, left at school. Left at school. I'm just going to warn you. Don't, don't, do don't, it. don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> You'll sleep easier. Sure, Rose Way can't easy. afford a boat. Put yeah, it that yeah. way. <laughs> don't do it, Mark. Because next week, next year, we'll read in the paper. We'll know you have done it because you'll be um, you'll be discovered. You'll be taking bribes from people. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? You should you should issue them with a bill because not only do you pay for all this, when you die, they get everything as well. Yeah, so yeah. Really, there are those um, system. There are those families who you speak to the parents and they're like, "No, nah, we're spending everything because I've worked hard for this. Yes. I'm not giving it to the kids." Yeah, yeah. They can earn their own way. Uh, all right, let's talk borders. They don't do it. They say it, but they don't. Yeah, do it. Let's that's get true. into the border situation. So, look, the state is split right at the moment. Now, when we were doing the show on, we found out that Feb five, um, there was not going to be any uh, border that you'd cancelled Feb five. Mm-hmm. Just skipping across it on the calendar. I could see. The point of view, because I thought straight away, yes, um, the we're not ready, and and then and the numbers in and the numbers over there were very alarming, bad. Yeah. and I could see that straight away. And then I think there was a there was um, uh, people out there that went, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then where you seem to have lost people is the fact of there just being an open ended date yes. to when the borders are actually going to come down, even though you've talked about how important it is to get the booster rates up. So um, how are you addressing that? Because I, I feel like the public is outcrying for a date. Are you going to come through with a date? So there's some certainty, I think. Yeah. What's the deal with so that? So people can make plans. So the plan is uh, we'll have a review over February. It's setting a date in these circumstances where you don't know if they'll still be peaking over east mm. uh, is hard because if we open when they're peaking, we just basically see thousands of cases in the first day. Uh, and frankly, when you see thousands of cases, um, a lot more people will die than otherwise. So what we're trying to do is make sure we get our vaccination rate up whilst um, we get ourselves ready for the point that there's going to be significant community spread um, and uh, and don't open whilst they're right at the very peak of infection over East. When I announced February 5, by the way, I said unless there was a catastrophe or emergency... Mm. Look, yesterday, 100 people died yeah. over East, and yeah. the day before, 100 people died. Yeah. These are, these are, you know, by world standards, you know, other countries have thousands, but by our standards, pretty high numbers. Yeah. Yeah. So all I'm trying to do is save lives, save jobs, because yeah. you've got to remember, jobs are lost when they open up, because they have huge shutdowns parts of their economy. Save lives, save jobs, 
whilst we get our vaccination rate up. We can talk about the vaccination rate, but now we're already moving to the booster situation yes. where, um, and I'm getting like, what Nathan was alluding to, when you don't have a date, why would people go out and get their boosters yeah. anyway? Because yeah. there's a if point in time where yes. they're waning. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. my, my boosters, um, your, yours is tomorrow, Sean? Yep. Um, my boosters on the, on the 12th of February, and I was saying to Nat actually this morning, I'm wondering if I put that off now because, um, then, but then I don't the know. Because the closer to at whenever that date is, it's more likely to be effective if COVID does come if Omicron does come here. So you understand where people are coming from there? So what's the point? I do. We've done yeah. it, but what's the point? Its efficacy stays in place for quite a while, but secondly, um, you, you know, it, it actually its full efficacy doesn't kick in for two weeks, just so you know, after you get it. Yes. Um, but we already have some Omicron here. So, yes. you know, but you, 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 it seems to be in the, in the nightclubs. Uh, they're Nathan, the sorts of places you yeah. hang out. Yeah, a real missed opportunity to call it the Bootylicious Cluster, by the way, yeah, Premier. That's right. That's, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Could we maybe make no, that I spotted a Nathan, uh, When Nathan and I were Bootylicious, I spotted him there. <laughs> <laughs> I was wearing, and Mark was wearing the arseless chaps, which is amazing. Yeah. Right, so he was really Where bootylicious. Who was he wearing that mask? <laughs> that's the question. Right. He didn't, didn't recognise yeah, him. Yeah, the mask doesn't go on the groin, Mark. I'll tell you that. Yeah, you've got to leave that no, free. No, the, point, the, point, the point I'm making uh, is... Um, Get vaccinated. Yeah, well, people are, and it's yeah. in large numbers. So yes. it's growing every day. Yeah. Um, we're now at around, what, 34, 35 third dose. Yeah. Um, the original plan was 90% double dose because that was effective against yes. Delta. You know, you know, I, I, Which I we've hit, the by the planes. way, yeah. We have easily hit, but the, the other new strain which came along and has increased hospitalizations by up to 900% over East and hundreds of people, potentially 100 a day dying. Yeah. Um, and by the way, lots very, very sick mm. um, has sort of changed it. So if we wait a bit longer, we'll make it better and safer for our people. But will there be another strain that comes along? Because yeah. everyone's suggesting there'll be another one and then there'll be another one and then there'll be another one. So where does it end on that part? Because if yes. that's the case, then we'll never be able to see or travel outside of WA. Yes. And families won't get I, to I, see I don't another. See, I don't yeah. see how there's going to be any different, Mark. No, I don't know if there'll be another strain. Everybody's suggesting they are. Well, there's already I, BA2. If you're getting information from um, your chief health minister and also the Australian health minister, then you'd be you'd be aware that there'd be other ones. I, I don't know. They, they talk about it, but no one knows. But, but all I'd say about that mm. uh, is there are opportunities for people to travel. So if you want to come home or if you need to go and see a family member or whatever, but you can do it. It's just the two-week quarantine period at mm. this point in time. Is that over the top, though, 14 days? We spoke to Gilly the other day, and he was pretty animated about um, how he felt about the situation Yeah, it's the fact the that the rest of the, the household, household has, to, yeah. has to isolate as well, I Because think. you're jumping on a plane beforehand yeah, having tested negative, yeah. and when you get back, you have to te- you test negative. So you kind of... And then you've got to bang out 14 days when you've been cruising around another state. After having jabs yeah. and jabs and jabs, yeah, but I understand the um, I understand the, the testing before the plane and uh, yeah, after 100%, the plane no. and then testing 100%. a little bit 100%. later yeah. on. But yeah, yeah. But for fourteen days, uh, you know, and, and your entire household having home. to lock up. Yeah. So it's fourteen days at this point in time because that's cautious to limit spread while we get vaccination rates up. Eventually, it'll go to seven days, and eventually the border will come down. And it won't be any days, but bear in mind at that point in time there'll be a lot of spread of the virus here, and there'll be a lot of illness and. A lot of absenteeism and some people getting extremely sick. Yeah. Um, just on a personal note, like say, I don't know, hypothetically, I had booked a trip to, say, Italy for late June, early July. Can you pay say, me back for that? Hypothet- <laughs> hypothetically, what are my chances? <laughs> 
<laughs> Bloody hell, that's a tough one. Um, look, I, I haven't got a crystal ball. Uh, I keep every time I set a date or I say something is absolutely adamant and definite. It changes because that's the nature of this thing. But just look on the bright side. We've got very, very strong um, health outcomes, very strong economic outcomes. We're actually in the best place of anywhere in the world compared to any other country in the world. I just want to hold that together while we get that third dose right up. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mark. Mate, the- have a good time in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mark, um, in the paper today, it talks about um, uh, anyone who threatens, intimidates or is offensive towards businesses who ask for proof of vaccination yes. could be jailed for a year or fined up to $50,000 from today, right? Because we all know about the It kicks in today. Sort of yep. stuff. Now, I found when there's a lot of the time when you guys have um, gotten these, uh, these threats of what happens if you don't follow suit, mm. You Slaps on the wrist, no. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Other than the two guys that snuck into yes, the grand final yeah, yes. who, who spent Christmas in jail. Yeah, but like, yes. really yeah. no one ever gets like gets the full brunt of it. And and this here I think is really important because a lot of businesses, um, the, the, the people that are having to deal with this are yes. quite young. Yep. And also if they're not young, they're not equipped to have someone angry yeah, they're not filming security them, people. screaming yeah. at them. So it's a lot for businesses to take on board. I mean, some, I suppose, are going to have to maybe even hire more staff to try and control they, that if they've got the money for that. they've got the money for that. But um, uh, are we going to actually, like, prosecute people for this and not just make a couple of examples, like, like, like be, like, consistent with it? Because I think that's what we've been lacking with these laws. Well, I mean, a lot of prosecutions, a lot of fines issued. Obviously, we're A lot more slaps on the wrist, though. Yeah, but uh, you've got to actually treat people like adults. But someone's going in a shop abusing staff and so forth because they're an anti-vaxxer or something. The police will prosecute and they will fine, and we have had lots of people uh, have some pretty extreme penalties applied to them over the course of the last two years. Uh, but, you know, that's that's sort of... You just want to encourage a culture of people doing the right thing yeah. as the first thing, and West Australians overwhelming Australians overwhelmingly are like that. But, um, no, the, the, the police are only too happy to prosecute and charge people. Okay. Okay. Mark, the other thing in the paper is obviously talking about the bed situation and how we're leasing the state government is off private hospitals to be able to get through this situation. Has the whole thing been an absolute fizzer um, in terms of getting the hospitals, our state hospitals, ready for the, this situation? Because it's been known for a long, long time. No, not at all. We, we announced all this back in November. So we announced that we would be acquiring new beds by a whole range of techniques uh, back in November, including some leasing from private hospitals of spare capacity. Yeah, but there was more, more, than what, more than what was told. Um, you're uh, leasing more was, than what was told. I think there might have been slightly more, but it, it's just a sensible thing because you can get them online quickly, and when you don't need them, you, you can hand them back. So it's just a sensible management tool. But on top of that, there's huge expansions in capacity across hospitals, both yeah. in the city and Bunbury. Um, but, you know, when COVID hits, the experience everywhere across Australia, and you don't just have hospitals sitting empty waiting for people, right? Hospitals have people in them. They're dealing with surgeries and so forth. When you get more uh, COVID cases, obviously you have to unwind elective surgery because that's the way that you manage these things. Yeah, but we've done that before we've had COVID. Elective surgery has been put on the back burner over the last couple of years. We haven't even had COVID here. No, that was when we had um, outbreaks. We we closed down. One person. Yeah, uh, no, we have more than one person. Mm, was... but we close down. The, the the whole system gets ready just in case, and we're obviously, I suppose you put it, we were very cautious back then. Now we'll wait until such time as we get to uh, 
sufficient numbers or larger numbers, and then unfortunately we'd have to unwind some elective surgery to, to make capacity, but that's what mm. every hospital system does. If it could help, I have a double bed free at my I was, house. I was just going to say, maybe we need to get, like, bed sheds on board. Like, they've got whole shops full of beds. Well, 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 well no, because that's going to cost money. <laughs> like, I can, like, and my mum and dad, they've got two singles in one room and there's a double bed in the other room as well. Do you think maybe an Airbnb hospital um, collab could work? What, Nathan's nursing service? Yeah, <laughs> hey, he can isolate with the best of them. Oh, <laughs> what is that? Nurse, nurse Nathan. Yeah, why um, not? Should see the outfit. Yeah. See the yeah, thermometer. What would you charge per night? Oh, it depends on what you want, Mark. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> There's a menu. Just have a look at the menu. Your prices are pretty high, you sick. <laughs> Remember all those massage places that turned into exposure signs? <laughs> oh, my Come God, on. Mark. Come on. You know what's on offer. Are you kidding me? Um, on that note, Premier, it's always a pleasure. We'll catch up again soon. Thanks very much. Happy New Year. See you, mate. <laughs> Nathan, Nat and Sean is a Nova podcast. For more great comedy shows like this, head to novapodcasts.com.au.